Hi everyone, I'm Marcus from Marcus Talks. This is Anxiety Bites. This is my new uh, mini series just to help you people understand anxiety. So what do you do when anxiety bites? Do you catastrophize? Do you panic? Do you feel out of control? Do you feel physically sick? I know I do when I feel anxiety. Um, but one thing that's really helped me is to differentiate between all the different types of anxiety. So anxiety for me now, now I don't catastrophize, anxiety for me is a spectrum. Um, so you could say from cold to hot. And when you're cold, you're calm, um, you're not anxious. And when you're hot, you're very anxious, you're possibly panicking, having a panic attack, whatever that looks like for you. Um, but anxiety is a natural human trait. It's a natural human state. It's a way of our body telling us, attention, listen, I don't like this. It's a natural thing. So when people have anxiety disorder, it means that this attention, danger, listen is amplified. When we, people that don't have anxiety disorder, um, and you guys might be sitting on the fence whether you are, should I label myself as an anxious person? Should I be identifying as that type of person? So generally we all have anxiety no matter who we are ever we all have anxiety it's a human emotion it's it's a feeling it's it's there it the difference is the story that we attach to it so if the story we attach to that feeling of anxiety is i'm an anxious person i suffer with anxiety then you're going to think that you are an anxiety sufferer. For the people that don't really have that in their vocabulary, when, when they don't have that dialogue about themselves that they are anxious, they might just feel a little bit funny. Oh, okay, I don't like that. You see? So the difference really is the story that we attach to it. So in this little mini series, I want to kind of break down some of the, uh, the worry that you might have behind the anxiety that you're feeling. And to put it into kind of everyday scenarios, just to say to the people that, um, you know, are possibly struggling a little bit and are possibly on the fence about, you know, they're maybe getting to the point where they're starting to catastrophize everything because they don't believe that they are capable or they are strong enough, then this is for you. This is why I've made these uh, mini-series and I've called it Anxiety Bites because they're small little bites. You know, it's a play on words, but anxiety does bite sometimes. Um, pretty much every day, you're gonna have some level of anxiety. Okay, so, I want to kind of go through some everyday scenarios um, where anxiety still comes up for me. Um, it's still a thing in my life, but I don't exaggerate it now. I don't catastrophize it. 
you know? And I'm not saying that people who have crippling anxiety aren't warranted to have crippling anxiety, you know? This isn't taking anything away. Everyone's got their own journey, okay? Everyone's got their own past, their whole life story that's kind of built up to this moment. Um, and things that happen to us in our childhood are going to affect the way that we handle situations as an adult. So, um, yeah, but this, I think this will apply to everyone. It will, you know, because we're all human. I'm speaking as a human being. Um, I'm nothing special. I'm just a normal person who has struggled quite a lot in the past with uh, my emotions. Um, so let's just take a normal every, everyday example of where anxiety might creep in. Um, so let's say something like emails, okay? So emails are a trigger. You know, they're not, they're not a trigger to some people that won't actually identify that as a trigger or have that in their vocabulary, that word trigger. Um, but they are a trigger. They trigger a certain emotion. So whether it's a good email or a bad email or an in-between email or you're waiting for an email or you're scared of opening your emails because you, you might think there's, you know, something bad in there. These anxieties that you're going to have around this, doesn't matter what the context of those emails are. It doesn't matter whether it's a financial issue or a housing issue or a relationship issue or a legal issue, whatever it is, you having anxiety about opening an email, it could be a, the smallest silly email. It could be a triggering email from a past relationship or like, you know, I'm, I'm really susceptible to smells and uh, visuals. So, you know, I, I get triggered quite a bit where like I can smell a perfume, let's say for example, that makes me think of an ex-girlfriend or I can uh, hear a sound that makes me think of a certain time, etc. So anxieties can do the same, uh, anxieties, Emails can do the same with uh, pictures. You know, we are, we've, we store all of these memories and information in our heads. And if something's triggering, you're gonna feel triggered. You know, it's your body's natural response. So it doesn't matter what type of email you've got coming into your inbox. If you feel anxious about whatever it is, or if you don't, it's just a normal human emotion. It's, you're not broken. You're scared of something. Your body's saying attention. Like millions of years of evolution are telling uh, your body attention. And listen, like you, your body's trying to speak to you. Listen to it. What's it saying? You're scared. Okay, cool, you're scared. And when you're scared, when you feel this in your body, you will have an instant reaction, like a reaction quicker than anything 
ever. You can't absolutely, you can't fathom how quick it is. It's like milliseconds of a reaction. You can't stop the reaction happening. So by the reaction, I mean the thoughts come straight in. Oh shit, I don't feel great. Or this, this just makes me feel really scared, fearful and, you know, but where you can nip that in the bud, so you've opened your email, uh, you've seen like in your inbox, there's there's a message from something that you've been waiting for and you're really scared to open it. Um, and then you open it and you have this instant reaction, like you feel sick in your stomach and you're like, oh, like it's at that point where you have a decision to make. You can do the normal thing and catastrophize. And by catastrophizing, you kind of, you have the, the reaction, the trigger, the reaction, and then you basically keep going round and round and round and round and round uh, until you've kind of calmed yourself down maybe over a day or whatever, I don't know. Um, but when you when you have that reaction, that's the immediate time when you can actually say, okay, I can, I can catastrophize here, I can panic about this, I can feel sick, I can feel out of control, or I can just breathe, take a breath. This is a normal everyday emotion. Your body's telling you that this email is important. It doesn't mean that you are broken. In fact, it's it means the complete opposite to being broken. It means you are present. You are listening to your body. The fact that you get that anxiety trigger means that your body's working for you. Okay, it means this email's important. Whatever the context is, like I say, financial, legal, whatever it is, you know, it means that it's important and your body's telling you. It doesn't mean that you're broken because your body's telling you. Your body's actually working correctly. Millions of years of evolution. So you can go from cold to extremely hot in a split second and that's okay. When it gets messy, where people need more help is when you catastrophize. You go round and round and round in a circle and you keep doing the same things, the same behaviors, the same unhelpful thoughts um, and you don't feel like you can control any of it. I know that because I've been there and I'll still do it sometimes, you know? Um, but what I don't do anymore is completely catastrophize and completely go off the rails and have a complete panic attack because I'm able to just rationalize what's actually going on in my head. Um, you know, and this is all about repetition. You gotta keep doing it every day. You know, the first time you try this, you might fail, you might fall flat on your ass. But the fact that you are here means that you're better than you were before you started, you know? So if you fall down, keep getting up again, try it every day, try and challenge these thoughts, 
because the anxiety, you know, I've, I've heard people saying, and I used to say, I can't live with anxiety, I can't live like this. Basically, what you can't live with is the unknown of what your thoughts are telling you. Um, the anxiety itself is a natural thing that you can't get rid of. But like I said, you've got a, a person that doesn't identify with anxiety at all. And you've got someone who does. So you've got two people here, give them exactly the same anxiety, but one of them has a story attached. One of them doesn't. I can't remember which word it is. Um, but one of them has a story attached. Let's say it's this one over here. One of them doesn't. This is the person that doesn't have anxiety or doesn't identify as anxiety. Then you give them the same anxiety. This one is going to catastrophize it because they've attached a story to it. They've told themselves that they're the worst thing in the world and it goes over and over and over. And this person thinks, oh, I didn't like that. Okay, we'll change it. So that person's able to rationally think, that person catastrophizes because they don't know how to rationally think in that moment. So to get to a rational brain, and again, this isn't to kind of take away from the severity of a situation. This isn't to take away from the context of that email, um, but it is to take control of, of, of your feelings and emotions in that moment, because you can, you can rationalize. Okay, so the person here on the left is saying, right, I'm gonna rationally think about this. This is an issue. It's not made me feel very good but I'm gonna get it sorted. This person thinks, oh fuck, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna absolutely throw a complete wobbler. Um, I don't trust myself. I've, got, I've not got the skills to do this. I'm really scared. You know, both are normal, exactly the same reactions, but it's the story that comes with each of these that is different. So look at, your story, look at what happens when you start to catastrophize, when you start feeling out of control, when you start feeling like that control is just getting away from you. Look at what you do, write it down. Like what do you do when you feel anxious? Like when, you, when someone says something not very kind to you and you feel triggered, what do you do? Because again, Put the two people in the same situation. The, the rational thinker thinks, okay, I don't like you. That wasn't very nice. You're a dick. Get out of my life, okay? You know, and again, this, this isn't just black and white. This is a whole spectrum of people in between the rational and the catastrophizer. You know, you've got loads of different people in between that react loads of different ways, you know? So the rational person thinks, you're a dick, that wasn't very nice, I didn't like it, get out of my life. The catastrophizer might think, what have I done wrong? How, why don't they like me? I'm so shit, they're right, you know, and so on and so on and so on. So again, this is all about 
get into a place of balance. You know, you don't have to be overly rational. You don't have to be overly catastrophical. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word. Um, but it's just about that balance. You know, I could walk outside right now and something could piss me off. Something could piss me off and I could react in a way that I really don't want to, that's unhelpful in my eyes to me. You know, it's just, that's what happens. But the older and the wiser that I get, the more I learn about these things, the less I now have that immediate reaction of anger or I'm pissed off or, you know, it doesn't mean that I can't get angry. Of course I can get angry. Anger is a, it's a healthy emotion. It needs to be expressed if you are angry. But I don't just go from zero to a hundred straight away now. You know, there's, there's subtle levels. You know, if you really do want to test me and piss me off, then there's subtle, subtle levels that you can, that you can uh, push me on. Um, but that's all about learning, you know, and it's the same with catastrophizing. If you're a severe catastrophizer now, like everything's going wrong, the world's ending because this thing's happened right in front of you, um, that is just day one, you know, this is day one on your journey. It's not the end. It's not you're not broken. This is your body overworking, okay? And we've got to get your body to a place where it's working smarter, not harder. You know, your body is gonna feel all of these overwhelming emotions if your thoughts are telling your body or, you know, you're, you're believing your thoughts that this is a catastrophe. I am panicking, I am out of control, you know, but just remember, take it one day at a time. Anxiety is normal. Anxiety isn't a disorder per se. And that's not to say people do not have clinical anxiety because they do. But for people that tend to overly catastrophize, like I did, and like you probably do, just remember it's, an, it's a normal thing to have the feeling of anxiety. So when anxiety bites, when it comes into your life, just allow it the space to be there. It's telling you something, it's giving you a message, and just remember to lower the amplification on the catastrophizing. You don't need to go from zero to 100. Anxiety's gonna be there. It's actually a friend if you make friends with it. It's a good signal. It's like a wise friend that's telling you something. It's telling you that person's a dick. I didn't like that person or I don't like that food or I don't like this email. You know, make friends with it. Thank your body for giving you signals. Okay, so I'm gonna leave this one there. 
and uh, let me know what you thought of that one. Let me know what you think of the idea of anxiety bites. I'm going to try and keep them a little bit shorter, but obviously the first one I thought today, um, I'll just put a little bit more effort into. Um, but yeah, let me know your thoughts. If you like it, share it. Share it with your friends, share it with the people that are struggling. If you are struggling yourself, uh, you can contact me um, on my uh, website, www.marcus-talks.com. And uh, yeah, I'll speak to you all soon. Thank you for listening. Cheers.